Good evening, and welcome to Mile High Podcast. As always, we're your hosts tonight. We'll be telling you tales of drugs, pop culture, and using the word fuck a lot. Now remember, marijuana can be dangerous. Don't hurt yourself or your loved ones. But subscribe. Screw that, we're going to do it again. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mile High Podcast. This is our fourth episode. Once again, that first episode doesn't really exist. Uh, With me is Dave, uh, who is always here with me. And once again, Nancy has shown up for the Mile High Podcast. Thank you so much, Nancy. My pleasure. And Dave, (laughs) welcome back. You were out of town for a minute, so... I was at... uh a convention for a large coffee company, the one with the green aprons, um, and we had this massive conference, like 12,000 managers from all over the um, United States and Canada went out to Chicago, um, spent a few days there, a really cool fucking convention. Uh, they played Hamilton last night. They brought in the Hamilton Chicago cast do songs, and John Legend closed the night out. I heard that you had never, you didn't know anything about Mr. Chrissy Teigen. Well, no, yeah, I've I've heard of him. Um, I've just never heard any of his songs, but that dude has a, a pretty stellar voice. So I'm, I was real impressed. And um, Lady Gaga and Lin Manuel Miranda recorded stuff because we're doing stuff that we partner with them, and it was a really fun experience. Um, probably the best part of being in Chicago was like hanging out with friends, and it's a really old city, and just like hanging out. Um, but I was definitely missing the weed. Oh, yeah. I know they're, they're going legal, but there was no weed to be found there, and it was disappointing. Actually, once California made weed legal uh, for recreational, uh, we I happened to be in town that following January, and I said, where is your recreational dispensary? And they're like, oh, we won't have that ready until next year. I was like, oh, no, shit, that's not how Colorado does it. Colorado, we had it done and up and running the year the after we after voted. After yeah, legal. yeah. So, uh, like always, I am James Thomas. I didn't introduce myself. I just started talking. Uh, I just took a DNA test, and it turns out that I'm 100% that bitch. So, uh, (laughs) just wanted to let everyone know that. Um, So, right now, Dave brought the first joint that we're smoking. We got a crap ton of joints right now. So, what what are we smoking? Where did you bring it from? Yeah, so, um, I had this customer at my coffee shop, and he is a bud tender at Euflora. So, he's like... We got some really good shit. So I went to the Euflora on uh, Quincy and Buckley um, and some real cool fucking bud tenders there. And they recommended this Sour Lemon Meringue. It's a sativa dominant. And it, this motherfucker is 34% THC. I asked the guy, like, what's some good shit? And he's like, you definitely got to smoke this. Especially since we started um, sharing the love that uh, we're recording this podcast. And so everybody at Euflora was like... You know, pretty into it, and so hopefully you guys are listening, and we're smoking your shit first tonight, and so far it's been real fucking good. Yeah, it's a yeah. good it's a good way to start it off. And yeah, I've been to Euphoria. Uh, they have a great they have great deals. You know, it's the complete opposite that I have with the other place that I went, which I'm not sure. It is a rocky road, so I, I assume it's the same owner. They never have deals. They don't have a membership club. Oh, but they have good shit. But they so. have good shit. This is a Thornton one. I assume this is the same as the one. <laughs> But I like Euphoria. I've gotten some great deals out of Euphoria. I, I'm a very good, I'm a very big fan of that specific location, too. You know what's interesting? So, um, I was just thinking about this, because, you know, the, the people at Euphoria were fucking great. And they were, like, super friendly and, like, and super into the podcast once I told them what I was doing. But 
I have not gone to a dispensary where the butt tender's kind of been, you know, a prick or not just like, you know, going through the motions. Like every butt tender I've had, and I've been smoking weed for in Colorado for probably nine, <laughs> ten years now. Sorry. And like ninety nine percent of the time it's they've been really fucking cool. So. I find Green Solution kind of corporate. Really? I, I mean, they're they're nice, but they're, but not rude. they're not rude, but they're very corporate. You know? Yeah. I mean? Isn't that I, weird? It, it is weird to me. It's 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 a very it's it. You feel like you're in a business, so I I, I find that strange. Yeah. Who would have thought? Did you guys ever used to watch Weeds? And this actually yeah. kind of leads into yeah, yeah. It actually leads into our uh, topic for the night, uh, which eventually we'll get to. But in Weeds, that final season, they invested heavily in recreational weed right and they made millions of dollars off and that's how the show ends is them being millionaires because they invested in weed spoilers there are if you haven't watched that show it's been like yeah, out there for like, 10 years like a decade spoilers before. everyone spoilers <laughs> so if you're just getting into it too fucking bad now right. you know how to Nancy wins congratulations <laughs> she becomes a lesbian for a while that part's kind of odd yeah, she screws Zach from Saved by the Bell she does but yeah. it just um you know that they people are now making millions of dollars off of in putting investments into weed. White yeah. people, yeah, well, mostly white people. White people, black people who are selling weed are still in jail. That's the most ridiculous fucking thing. Yeah, like especially like Chicago did it right. Like they went recreational and then they started expunging all these nonviolent. Yeah. But why is Colorado and California so far behind and in Washington too? I mean, like that's really far behind. Like why can we not just get this done? It's, it was not a priority. The first priority was to get the weed legal, and now they got stoned and they forgot what the priority is. Which, by the way, I have an interesting story about getting stoned and forgetting priorities once we move into our subject. But I would like to touch on the fact of, did you know any John Legend? I, I have to go back to John Legend because I was fascinated by this for two things. Number one, John Legend, or Mr. Chrissy Teigen, as we call him at my house, uh, John Legend is the youngest person ever to win an EGOT uh, and he's also the only, the first black person to win an EGOT and if people who don't know what the EGOT is and I'm saying win an EGOT and it's like it's all one award but it's not all one award it's an Emmy a Grammy an Oscar and a Tony and John Legend is the youngest person to ever win that I was wow. not aware of that yeah interesting and your buddy Lynn Manuel Miranda is only He's one away from having an EGOT. He doesn't he, have an Oscar. No, he should have won it. Like this, the, the music he wrote for Moana mm-hmm. is amazing. Oh, that was great. It's so good. Yeah. And you know, this is really exciting Broadway talk. Um, I think you know how do you follow up Hamilton? And this dude's a creative dude, and I know he's itching to do something. What better way to follow up Hamilton than make a Moana Broadway show? Yeah. You can totally make it a. And you already have most of the music. You have Chris Jackson, you know, already yeah, in it. Yeah. I mean, like, well, I would. I think it would be a really. It'd be an instant hit. You know, it would be. Disney loves selling shit like that. Absolutely. Well, and that's one of the things that you know that. And here's and you know I go on a Disney tangent because I get high and I love to talk about Disney. <laughs> but this is going to be a specific Michael Eisner tangent. And here's what I'm going to say about Michael Eisner. You are not a huge Disney guy. Do you know who Michael Eisner is? Yes. Okay. Is that because when you grew up, Michael Eisner came and introduced, introduced the wonderful world of Disney on Sunday nights? No. Okay. Me neither. No. And to be honest, I have no idea how I know. I just have heard him 
you know, he's the CEO of Disney, so I've heard his name through shit. That's how I know about. I know him from a Simpsons episode <laughs> where he's in a car and he says, "Come to Disney," and then he gets out and he says, "And bring money," and then he gets back in the car and drives off. So then yeah, well, I'll do a weird summarization <laughs> of Michael Eisner. He used to be a vice president at Paramount. He was hired with Frank Wells to become the president and CEO of Walt Disney. Uh, he was the one who helped integrate, the, bring the system up to where they are today. They were the ones who bought Miramax. They're the ones who really, uh, the highlight of the animated series, you were talking about Beauty and the Beast and everything, uh, you know, Beauty and the Beast on was during the Michael Eisner era, what they call the second Disney renaissance. One of the things he did that everybody thought was crazy was he bought the Paramount uh, Theater in New York. And it sat there forever. It was, and it was on the lower east side. It was not straight on Broadway. It was a little farther down. And he started making Disney musicals into play. So that was a huge tangent, just to say you're absolutely right. A Moana thing would work because Disney loves doing well, that shit. They've done it with Frozen and The Lion King yeah. and Mary Poppins. King. Yeah, yeah I, you know. And that, that's me carrying because I think man, Lynn Manuel is absolute genius. Yeah. And, you know, and putting that talent to a show like Moana, which I think the movie itself was amazing. Yes. You know, and I think it would be such a. There's like little background music in the soundtrack that could easily be turned into full songs to right. expand it oh, into absolutely. a real full musical. Like that song she sings when she figures out what to do with the stone, no spoilers, but when she figures out what to do, there's like a very soft, sweet song. That could be its own, like. Solo. Yeah, there's definitely things that can be done with that. Well, and here, and here for fun, before we go into this subject, I'm going to ask each one of you, and I'm going to exclude Trump from being an option because he is the <laughs> current president. But you get to tell Lynn Manuel Miranda, political figure, you know, doesn't have to be a president because Hamilton wasn't a president. You get one political figure. Is in the history of this nation, and Lin-Manuel Miranda, from your own base knowledge of things that you find interesting about their lives, who would you want that political figure to have? Who's the next big political figure musical? Oh, you know who my I favorite. actually think I know who you are. We'll go, to, we'll go to you first, Nancy, because I think yes, I know who I you are. Yes, I have no idea right now. Okay, so it's a very weird obsession that I have with LBJ. I'm not necessarily... You knew that, right? Uh, it was, it was going to either be an LBJ and an RBJ. So, RBG. Yeah. Ooh! Yeah, oh, those are the two. Now I'm torn. But for two very different reasons. RBG, because like, as a woman, I respect her, and I love everything she did, and she's got a great story. But um, LBJ, he just... He was so interesting. I don't think he actually... I mean, I, he was probably really kind of an asshole, but at the same time, he, he used his assholeness in ways that are just fascinating. The way he, like, stood and used the bathroom with his door open just to make people feel uncomfortable to get his way with them. Like, that was not done back then. And I don't know. It's so funny to me. Yeah, the LBJ, LBJ is hilarious. great. Woody Harrelson actually uh, played LBJ in an off-Broadway non-musical version of LBJ. Hmm. Uh, Linda B. Johnson, for those of you who know, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg, for those of you who don't That's know sorry, acro yeah. acronyms, we were both using it. Dave, how much do you know about LGBTJ? Do you know any good LBJ stories? Because I have a couple that I think are, are great for the world to know if, if they don't know them. So, this is a really fascinating way to start the show off. Um, but LBJ is known for a monster cock. 
Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's something that we always. And, and, and he fucked him up. asking for more room for his junk in his pants. Yeah. And he's like, I need more space in my bumhole area. Yeah. He was fucking interns. Like, he was John F. Kennedy. Yeah. And this old motherfucker is fucking interns with his. Yeah. Horse dick. Well, and yeah. he would press it. There, there are stories of him when he would deal with other senators. He'd be shaking the their hand and like get close to them on purpose, and they would notice that. Yeah, and be intimidated. Yeah, or he would he would hold it against them to like let them know like yeah you may want to pass this bill, but you have to respect me because of the hugeness of my presidential <laughs> cock. Yeah, so, that's exactly, actually, those are the stories, yeah. I, that's why I thought he'd be a great... There's, a, there's, there's definitely two songs in, in that, and I think that <laughs> that themselves deserve some songs about LBJ and his cock. And sitting in the bathroom, I could, now, that I, now that you say that, I could see an entire thing where they're like, Mr. President, you can't shit with the door open in the <laughs> West Wing, and he's like, no, listen to me, boys, I gotta tell you, and then... Yeah, it would be fascinating. You start from the plane after the Kennedy assassination and, and you go, you know, through the make, Vietnam. People make him sound horrible, but he is the president that made sure that the Civil Rights Act of 1964 right. was signed. Absolutely. And he didn't, it, he was never clear on whether or not he really thought he agreed with it. It was just his opinion was that Kennedy had been elected by the people, and it was Kennedy's vision, and when Kennedy was assassinated, their dream of the country shouldn't have changed. So he was literally just doing what he thought his nation needed at the time. And it's there's a song there, too, I'm sure. There is, there is, and he, and he, did, and he did say that I have now given the South away to the Republicans for... Ever, you know, because of what I did here. So LBJ really fascinated. That one went into a deep dive. It so is. David, Dave, that's gonna be tough yeah. to so beat. I will. I actually, I have a really good story for you. Okay. And but one thing I want to do is I want to like give a huge shout out to you, Flora man, because this shit is fucking yeah. me up right now. So you like a good cover? You can tell a good bud. So that vague. You, I'm like, he did these things in the bathroom because yeah. <laughs> I can't remember details. Yeah, that's the thing about a good bud that allows you to conversate. I will say this. I feel like, and I listen to our other two shows and they're, and they're funny and they're good, but I, you can tell the difference of the bud. I think the bud we smoked on the mystery first night show was completely different than the buds that we've smoked the past two. They were good, but they were different kind of highs. And I specifically told the people at Rocky Road in Thornton, Colorado, sorry about all the nasty things I say about you on this show. <laughs> I still patronize your place, so this is kind of a commercial. If you have no other you choice... Up. I love you guys. If you have no other choice, there's always Rocky Road. So, <laughs> this time I specifically went in and... Uh, I told him what I wanted it for. I'm like, I'm going to go in. I'm gonna, I do a podcast. I want to be blazed. I want to have a good conversation. And they were like, oh, cool. They were super excited. So Dave did the same thing basically to Euphora, and Euphora has hooked us up. So we're like a quarter of the way into the show. We're about to smoke the thing from Rocky Road. If there's nowhere else, there's Rocky Road. <laughs> if, um, Trademark, James Trademark. Thomas. I, I literally just created the best commercial you guys could ever have. Um, so it's called uh, Bonsai White 99. It's a sativa hybrid. So if in like 10 minutes the show starts to suck, it's not our fault. It's 
Rocky roads. So, um, I don't know, anyhow. Man, I'm pretty fucking high, so I don't know if this will just add to it or if there's keep it going, but right. that shit from your floor is pretty good, man. So you had a president, you had a story, we did commercials, okay. we did our advertising. There you okay, go. Okay, so here's Money. a story for you. <clears throat> and there's a, a musical in it. <clears throat> okay. Did you guys know that Teddy Roosevelt almost died on an expedition to the Amazon River? No. No. After he be, stopped being president, he got swindled by a, a Roman Catholic priest in Europe, and he said that he's going to explore this unexplored um, part of the Amazon River. And Teddy Roosevelt said, I'm fucking Teddy Roosevelt, and I'm going to come along with you. So they hired a bunch of local guides, had a bunch of boats and shit, and they set off down the Amazon River. And Teddy Roosevelt brought his kid with him. Mm-hmm. So they're going down the river, and they're following this map by a guy who um, didn't do a very good job of writing maps. Um, so that's your first problem. You didn't validate the accuracy of this map. They started hitting like all these waterfalls. Um, it was thick, unpassable jungle, and they were going little by little, but then there was these massive waterfalls that they had to learn how to drop all these boats and shit down um, to keep going, and in the process, they lost most of their boats, and so they had to start throwing away all their supplies, all their extra food, and um, people started going batshit crazy. Um, they had a local group of um, guides that were like, helping transport everything, and um, these guys are just paid hands, and so they're like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, let's start like having a mutiny. Um, so one of the guys killed another guy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut you just because here's the one thing I'm going to say. You have local guys, local guides. Those local guides are dicks because they know that area. They're like, hey, let's go to this unexplored part. They knew at least the waterfalls to get there. You know what I mean? Like that guy who made maps, yeah, he's an asshole for selling you a map that doesn't work. But the local guides were like, yeah, I'll carry your stuff for your two nope, pieces of this coal. This is unexplored territory. Completely like, unexplored. Completely unexplored. Okay. All right. Except for... They were tracked, they were legitimately tracked by a tribe of cannibals. And so they found out this one dude killed another guy. They stranded him on the beach and then went down. And when they were going back, he had been eaten. Wow. So on one of these trips, um, and they have no idea where the fuck they are at this point. They thought they should be at this um, tributary um, that goes into the ocean. Um but they don't know where the fuck they are. And in one of these waterfalls, um, Teddy Roosevelt cuts his leg on a rock. And within like 12 hours, he has a massive infection and a massive fever. And like, they didn't know if he was going to live or die. And he would, like, if he was anybody else other than Teddy fucking Roosevelt, he would have died. Um, but he managed to survive. And then, like, after three months on the Amazon River, they fucking uh, finally got out. And they, you know, a bunch of people died. They got attacked by cannibals. I mean, this is like the most amazing fucking story, and I just found out about it because uh, it was on a PBS thing that I happened to come across. It was like a um, fucking fascinating show, fascinating story. I'm like, you would totally make that into a musical. What song, Dave? What give me give me a place in that story in your head that a, a, a great song belongs. And the whole story. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm just wondering, like in your head, where 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 is the where is the music of the night version of the song? Where is that my shot? Where know, it, at what it, point in that story is it? It doesn't have to be a Hamilton. You know, there's 
shows like Les Miserables yeah. that are just tragedies, and they're done by people who have done you know more comedic things and different things. Lin Manuel doesn't have to do another Hamilton. He can do something completely different, right? And that's a killer fucking story, and it's from Latin America, which is you know kind of his wheelhouse. Yeah, because he did In the Heights and everything. Um, uh, okay, I I could definitely see that that, but in like I gotta be honest, it gave me flashes of like. The African Queen type yeah, like musicals in 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 regards to something along, it makes me feel like an older musical, which is cool. I think that I think they I think that Lin Manuel Miranda, I just don't think it would have the hip hop version of it. But I think they well, no, I don't, songs. and that's what I'm saying. Like he doesn't have to do a hip hop version; True. he can just do a straight musical. And he I mean, can he'll have that. one he rap. He can't do things without one rap. <laughs> he, he's a not lot of it could be very catchy, like flapper type. Yeah, that'd be cute. And the music from Brazil is, you know, pretty, you know, exotic as it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. have you seen? I've seen Rio and Rio Two about five thousand times. That music, that bird's extinct. That bird's extinct. Yeah, that bird's extinct. yeah, yeah. Life. In real yeah. Life. yeah. They learn nothing from their movie. So how far are we into the show? We're not halfway. We're and not. We haven't even half- come close. I don't we think we would announce our. It was. <laughs> it was. It was summer films and TV and. Oh, it's our, our, our favorites. Yeah, it's our favorites. Um, well, I have to tell you my president, Taft. That's oh, yeah. all you need to know, is that it's a, it's a musical <laughs> okay, about Taft. And okay. he just sits there most of the time because, you know, that's really what Taft did. Yeah, I, think it'd be, I think it'd be interesting. I think, uh, I think Taft would be interesting. Okay, I do want to go to... I do want to get to the topic of the show. And this is within the topic realm of the show. But... People have been responding to our My Life podcast a lot on Facebook, and we absolutely appreciate that. Uh, so, so yeah, I want to give a shout-out to a couple people, especially because people answered one of the posts, like a shit ton of people answered that post. So I just want to address a few things under the post where we talk about the 10 best stoner movies of all time. Um, so I'm just going to throw a couple of things out. You know what? We're going to say this for the end of the show. For okay. the lightning round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, all right, all right. I like the lightning okay. round. Yeah. I, all right, okay. I'm, so, I'm, 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 I'm fucking shocked at how awesome the response our, uh, our audience is doing, man. Yeah. Like, our listens are going way up, and, you know, people are engaging and shit, and I think we do a good product, and so when people listen to our stuff, and they're like, these guys are, you know, having a pretty decent thing, and, you know, I appreciate what they're saying. And they're sharing, and you are a fucking social media master. <laughs> I put on something that's like, no, 20 people saw it, one like, and it's usually my mom. <laughs> <laughs> but your mom's very supportive. My and so we, we, we yeah. absolutely love that. Um, no, and, and we there are a couple things that, you know, we are looking at um, as far as to advertise within some dispensaries. Well, you know, I don't want to put too much on the table, but I have a, we have a couple other ideas, and we have... Uh, we have a patron page. I, yeah. I want to call it, and we don't we we like your money, but you know I don't know if we're hundred percent set. We haven't strategized on how to get your money yet. But if you want to just give it because you like what we said, yeah. we do have a patron page. I will from this point on call it a patron page because that's how I read it, and I like patrons. So in my story, if you're one of our patrons, that means you are my <laughs> top shelf alcohol, and I totally dig you. So. I'll let you mention that real quick. All right, and so that's actually Patreon. Yes. So Patron. we're on Patreon. Patron. 
Patron. You can drink as much Patron, but I much prefer weed. <laughs> um, so we're on Patreon, SoundCloud, and on Spotify. Um, we, we are going to start doing a couple of different tiers for sponsors. We're going to do a monthly tier uh, for folks, you know, for a really low rate, you know, just a couple bucks. And with that, you're going to get a couple of uh, bonus episodes, and they're going to be our own single shows. Yeah, you're going to get some unique shots, some different unique perspectives from. Uh, yeah, I do a us. science show. Yeah. So, you know, you'll get that with your monthly donation. Um, if you guys just want to do like a one time bonus. Uh, like if you guys want to, you know, donate to us and, you know, we could do a whole theme. Like you say, Hey, I want you guys to talk about, you know, Clint Eastwood movies or something and we'll do a shout out for you and then you can, uh, and we'll do our theme and that'll be all about you mostly, but we're so fucking tangenty. Yeah. I don't know if it's word, but we go on so many tangents. You'll get like five minutes, but it'll be in your honor. Or you could wait for a random shout out, which some people get, but uh, you can't. Like if C- you want to get Sean Seacrest, dude. Yeah, Sean, right? Sean, yes, Sean gets it. He always gets, he gets a he massive high five. Yeah. That's like, he's like, or if we had a top fan, he'd be it, but we're too small for that top shit. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know how to get that on the page, but yeah, no. No, we're not around <laughs> long enough. We don't have enough followers. Ah, see. So tell your friends, and then we can make someone else the top fan. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think that was a pretty good commercial for our stuff. You know, yeah. it's it's not as good as if you have nothing else. There's Rocky Road, but it it's <laughs> it's a good best commercial. Okay, so we are gonna go into what we originally planned and talked about. Was that about of uh, the favorite movies, TV, music of the summer? Um, I know you have a much more probably prepared list than I do. I'm going to be Look, I have flying. notes. I, I have notes and everything, man. You always do. You always do. I think about it, like, throughout the week, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. <laughs> and then I end up telling a Taft joke that falls flat. <laughs> so, you know, it never works because I thought of something else, and it didn't play out. So, James, yeah. I think your Taft idea is fantastic. I think it, Don't I, doubt yourself, okay? <laughs> I think I need to... Better depth than just picking an obscure. I'm like I'm gonna pick an obscure president that people know. Not so obscure that like people have to think is that a real president. Just obscured enough to be like people who know who Taft is but can't tell you anything he did. Can you? Like the Hudson Hawk of presidents. He, did you watch Hudson Hawk? No, I haven't. Dude, did, I have been so busy. Did you see the trailer? Yes, I did see the trailer, and it looks like a uh, cat burglar with a uh, heart, so... Yes, yes. <laughs> he looks like cat? Bruce Willis being Bruce Willis, though. Yeah. Man, we're, That's the so, epitome of Bruce Willis. Okay, so I'll uh, let you start off. Where do you want to start? I'll let you pick. You want to do uh, music, I movie, say, you know, let's start off with the best shows, because I think the... Uh, when we were growing up, especially, summertime was fucking Deadsville. All it was was reruns and shit, but, you know, along the years, people have been really investing some really quality shit... Into summer shows, and my favorite show of the summer was Stranger Things season three. Uh, that was it's my favorite season by far, man. It was a really good fucking uh, season, and I love that it was different. I, you know, could they very well could easily just done like the Hangover version of Stranger Things, right? But they ch- completely changed it, and it was fucking sh- amazing. Earlier, that's a great... Yeah. Watch it three times. I've never binged a show like that three times. See, and it, that is funny, because earlier in the show, I did tell you, I said, wait till later, Dave, and there's going to be a point where I'll point out where all somebody was had to do was told to do a thing, and they didn't do a thing. 
I did not watch Stranger Things, even though if you listen to our last show, Dave's like, you should watch Stranger Things by next week. And I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. I will watch Stranger Things. I tried, and I fell asleep. Uh, and not season three. I want to see season three, but I've got to. Um, I got to be honest to you. I do not give a shit about season two. You can I got completely to skip it. Honestly, you can completely skip okay. it. Okay, I will take that as a as an example because I got to the Chicago episode. I've seen almost all of season two. I think I have like three episodes left, but and I don't it, care I, about it. You will. It, it wasn't a good season, but it was not nearly the quality that season one was. Yeah. Okay. But season three is by far the best. But. They legitimately explained the whole season two in the first, like, recap. Like, you are not going to miss anything other than she has, like, some sister and... But they don't reference this chick whatsoever in season three at all. So they're, like, they're trying to completely just erase season two themselves. So you don't have to waste your time. Just go straight to season three. I will. I just and need one person to it. It's fucking worth it, dude. It is so fucking good. The commercials well, are good. The commercials are good. Yeah, I, I'm not caught up on Stranger Things either yeah. at all. I, it didn't, I don't know, season two lost me somehow. I heard it got really good. Dude, it, it is legitimately one of the best seasons of TV I've ever watched. And I don't say it lightly because I am a schlub and I watch a lot of TV. <laughs> there you go. Um, but there were some other really great shows. I know you guys saw Good Omens. You know, that was my second favorite of the, the summer. I, yeah. I, I loved it. I love Neil Gaiman's rhyming. Um but just David Tennant and oh. the other guy. <laughs> the yeah, fucking the, angel guy. Yeah, what was his name? Oh, someone has to Google that shit. Yeah, I should know that, but I'm pretty stunned. Uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm done. No, but, uh, yeah, no, that was a good show. Hey, good Omens benefits from what the British understand about shows and that they don't need to be 22 episodes. They do not need to be... Michael oh, Sheen. Michael Sheen. Michael. Ah, Google <laughs> yes. works at the same oh, pace for everyone. Oh, and John Hamm. Oh, John Hamm. John Hamm. Yeah, yeah, I like John Hamm. Yeah. That was Nick Offerman. Yes. Did anybody else, was Bandersnatch this summer? It was in the spring, but you can include it, because my favorite movie of the year was one that was in the spring, so yeah. we're playing loose with these rules. Yeah, okay. There you go. Yeah, you like Bandersnatch? Uh, I don't know if I liked it or not. It was an interesting concept. I thought it was too dark. I wish it would have been more fun for the first time using that concept. Right. So that's just because I prefer comedy and Disney myself. But Then you'll like one of my favorite uh, movies of the summer. was. Well, we'll get to it later, but you'll really like this. If you, are, if you haven't seen it before, um, I'll go into it in more detail, but there's a movie called Always Be My Maybe on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I keep hearing about that. Yeah. So I'll talk all about it when we get to that point. I think we're still on shows. I don't know where the fuck we are. Yeah, so uh, it is funny. Shows. Yeah, and your show is an 80s-based nostalgia. I, I don't have them ranked in order, but I literally was, knowing that this was our subject today, I was thinking all day, I was like, what do I want to talk about? And the show I want to give a shout-out to for from one of my favorite shows this summer is BH90210. The oh, that re- was good. The reboot of Beverly Hills 90210. There's only one more episode. I think it's six, maybe seven episodes total. Is is a really brilliant, wonderful <laughs> meta humor. It really is the best kind of meta humor. It is good. These are the these are you know uh, Jamie or uh, Jason Priestley and Gabrielle Carteris and Ian Zering and Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling and Brian Austin Green, all playing heightened versions of themselves, the actors, trying to so get the reboot, reboot. Yeah. off the ground. It's really it was. It's funny. It's clever. It's it's uh, it's a well done show that I appreciate. 
I and have it's, to admit, I I like Tori Spelling. I didn't watch her reality stuff at all, but I like I've I've saw you know like magazine covers, and I kind of knew what was going on here and there, and I kind of respected, you know, she was trying to hustle. But I love the way she makes fun of herself in it. She really does. Dave has waved off, waved off the weed. Dave has yeah. got too high. Dave has to. He waved it. Haven't up. smoked in like five days. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm making sure that I'm gonna be. All right. Dave waved yeah. it off. But that's all right. That's how much weed we smoke. And that is from these two places. One, Rocky Road. When, you, when there's nowhere else to go, go to Rocky Road. And that was the... I, these opinions are only of James Thomas. <laughs> I love love me some Rocky Road. They're going to buy Mike. Or you can tell them you love them all they, you want. But now hearing it the seventh time, they're going to be like, you know what? I actually love... <laughs> that commercial. They're like, well, that's going to be our slogan. Uh, Bonsai White 99 from Rocky Road is what one of them we were smoking. And from Euphoria, we were smoking. The Sour Lemon Meringue. Euphoria. Euphoria. Yeah, I don't call it and right either. And they're kicking me on my ass, so. That's what I like to hear. Daddy's typing out. <laughs> All right, and so, uh, yeah, that's that's why I'm going to play one of my shows from the summer. Uh, Nancy, what about you? What's the show of the summer? I agree with you. I like Beverly Hills a lot. I really did. We're not keeping score, but that's one point for James. All right, Dave. <laughs> uh, so my last one uh, of the summer is a show. I'm talking about, you know, this meta kind of humor. There's a movie or a show called The Boys, which is in a world with superheroes. They're run by a corporation, and these superheroes are super flawed. They're um, just sociopathic, They and they don't care because they're superheroes. Like, what care do they really have? So... They live in excess and without any care of what's going on in their world. And Elizabeth Shue from Karate Kid fame just plays this crazy fucking conniving uh, CEO that runs all these superheroes. Great fucking show. I know it's one of those ones that's kind of a show that you know people buzz about and you'll eventually get to. But when you do, um, you'll really be impressed. I Actually, Chris had told me that and one of my sons has actually told me that as well. Uh, but Elizabeth Shue is from Avengers and Babysitting, and not whatever else. She was in Credit King, wasn't she? The ori- she was the original. She may girl. have been. She was the original, yeah, girlfriend for Ralph Macchio. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm no, right. but Elizabeth Shue should only ever be remembered for a live for Avengers and Babysitting. Well, is her pinnacle? That is a pinnacle Elizabeth Shue role. I love. Okay, so it's so funny that you say it because uh, I had my son watch it because they came out with the Disney version, right? And it wasn't great. So I had my son watch the uh, the original, and still stays up. It's really funny. Yeah, Bradley and there was the, the little girl, the little girl was wearing that Thor helmet the whole time. Yep. Yeah. And Bradley Woodford's in it, which is always good. I don't know who that is. Though. The Karate Kid. No, he was in Adventures <laughs> oh. in. Uh, oh, Adventures uh, in Babysitting. Yeah, he was yeah. the boyfriend in yeah, Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah. So have you seen the new Karate Kid? I I really want to, but I don't have YouTube Red, and I don't have enough time. Oh, to, uh, the, the Cobra, Cobra Kai. Yes, yes. Is it I, good? I we saw like I saw like the first, almost the first season, and I actually think the first season is free on YouTube now without YouTube Red. So you yeah. might want to check it out. It is. Uh, it's it's clever. It's more clever than it has the right to be. You know what I mean? It's 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 better than a, a YouTube version of these two goofy characters from the Karate Kid. Thirty years down the road, it, it's it was, it's more clever than it has the right to be. I will I will say I will give it that. I'm like, oh, you're you're a good show. 
you know. Yeah, and Manx just watch it. Yeah, definitely a worthwhile show. Um, a second big show for the summer for me is... I don't know. Nancy, what's the second show that you watched for the summer? Because all you did was agree with me on the first one. That well, was I bit. didn't watch a lot of TV this summer because I was moving. So I listened to a lot more music. I'm going to have... All right, let's go to music. Yeah, because I can't think of it in another show. But I uh, definitely concur with that of the shows that we listed. I like Stranger Three Things Season 1. I haven't seen The Boys, but I know people who trust... who I trust that liked it and... I definitely like what I suggested, so, you know, Beverly Hills or BH9020. So we'll go to music, and this is where I won't have anything to say. Me, I, I made my music joke at the beginning. <laughs> that was my music contribution, my Lizzo joke. <laughs> that everything else, and now I'm just going to mediate. So uh, we're going to start with your music. I love you Lizzo. Know, so. well, yeah, that was actually one of the things this summer. I mean, I think she's been around for a while. I know that song, Truth Hurts, actually is two years old, but it just started getting big this summer for some reason. So that that was honestly where I heard her first. And everything else that she does, you know, that, that song, um, I'll have to look them up because I am super stoned. You know, I heard Lizzo, I started, I read random headlines on entertainment blogs to see if there's anything that I actually give a damn about. And sometimes I, I go deeper into it. I saw a lot of Lizzo names for, for months. This is how I came on, I got to hearing about Lizzo, is I heard a lot of Lizzo names for months. People started talking about her, about maybe playing Ursula in uh, The Lion King. and Or no, that would have been weird. Uh, in, That'd be the uh, weirdest version of Lion King. <laughs> Ursula is like, simple, just like, I'm going to go hang out by the ocean, and then Ursula comes up. She fucking snatches. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's turned into a catfish. <laughs> so. I wish I had a drum for that. That was a perfect rib shot joke. Right? Um, but yeah, so uh, I heard that. So, But then Barack Obama put her on his uh, top songs of the summer. And it wasn't that I listened to everything Barack Obama puts on his top songs of the summer, but. I was like, all right, I've heard Lizzo's name enough. What the hell is this stupid song? And, yeah, she's pretty good. So we get, uh, for Lizzo, we get to play 10 seconds of Lizzo for free. Otherwise, we have to pay for it. Mm. So for those who have not ever listened to Lizzo, here's 10 seconds of Lizzo that's free. And we're not going to waste it on piano. Okay, that's all we're legally allowed to give you, but yeah, she's very talented. Yes, she's she's very like empowering. I love listening to her. She always makes me feel better about myself. Every song she does. Um, there's another thing this summer we were talking about musicals earlier. I, are you really into musicals? Uh, yeah, well, I Hamilton musicals mostly, but I, I've listened to quite a few music. Okay, so there is a um, a production called Six the Musical that I just found out about this year, and I think it's coming to New York. I believe it originally started in England, and it was like a college production thing. And the backstory of it is it is the six wives of Henry VIII. And each song is very, like, they're called, like, Don't Lose Your Head. Um, One is divorced, uh, beheaded, died. And, like, they're very, very funny. Each song is kind of a different wives' perspective of their relationships between Henry and his previous wives. 
So it's very, it's very ironic. It's very, it's in the spirit of Hamilton, but not a lot of rap. It's just in that spirit. It's very want, good. Do you want to play 10 seconds of it? Ooh, um, okay. You go I'll ahead. I'll go on to my... How about you, James? We can go to you. Nothing. Man, I, I told you. I made my Lizzo joke in the beginning of summer. I heard that Taylor Swift song. That one's catchy. Oh. Yeah, so... Um, calm down. Yeah. Oh, no, I like Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande's had one fucking hell of, like, the last six months. I think... Uh, songs, were they this summer? They were within the last six months. You guys pick things in the fall, but yeah. Ariana Grande ruled the shit. I don't like... I don't care. I, you know, Old Town Road's a cool song. You know... There you go. That's what I know about music. Mm. All right. So these people just, this is not my favorite of the uh, uh, summer, but Tool came out with the, their album for the first time in 13 years, and they kicked Taylor Swift out of number one, and a bunch of like little tweens and shit lost their fucking mind. <laughs> so I'm going to play a little bit of Tool for 10 seconds, because these motherfuckers... My guys from the 90s beat Taylor Swift's ass and pissed off a bunch of little tweens. And of course, Amanda doesn't sing. All these 12, 13 minute songs. You literally Wait, talked yeah. over seven of the 10 seconds we could play <laughs> with the song. That's okay. You know, that way we're uh, not going to get sued. So, uh, yeah, so if you, I guess. Uh, Lizzo or Tool, if you'd like us to continue advertising for you, <laughs> go ahead and reach Lizzo. out to on, on our Facebook page. Where there's nobody else to listen to. Lizzo. Or, yo, you could be my Patron. Yeah, Patron. All right. Nancy, you got that? Did you yes. pick your six? Okay, so this is called Don't Lose Your Head. And it's obviously one of the wives who was beheaded. Oh. I won't talk over it, I promise. It's exciting, does it? Yeah, it's. I had it on mute because I didn't want to accidentally play something if I was Googling and a video <laughs> ad popped up. So here we go. We'll All right. And. Don't worry, don't worry, don't lose your head. I didn't mean to hurt anyone. L O L, say oh well, or go to hell. I'm sorry, not sorry about what I. I'm sorry, I was trying to get to Don't Lose Your Head, but that would have been more than 10 seconds. Yeah, it's catchy. It, it, once again, I'm, <laughs> it's more clever. I, I feel about that musical the way I feel about Cobra Kai. And it's only it's like eight more, or ten songs, I think, because yeah. it wasn't supposed to be a full thing. But so it's, it's more clever than light. it has yeah. the right to be. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right, do you have another music person? My last one, um, my favorite album of the year is this band from Iceland. They're called of Monsters of Men. And I really enjoy them. And this album, I don't know if anybody here has listened to them, but it's very different for them. They're kind of an indie-ish sound, but they changed their band and their best album of the year. So of Monsters and Men. And talk about a good song to get fucking blazed to. That song, you're just like, all you do is just you move to it. It's a good song, and it it's did, a great it album. It did definitely make me move. It made me. It made me. It made me shake my head a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. yeah so of monsters of men. We'll have links, maybe, or yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have something. You'll see it. You'll know what we're talking about when we get to it. We'll link you to Tool and Lizzo and Monsters to Men. 
That's not a boot. Monsters <laughs> up. Close, it was really close to it. I appreciate boys it. To boys. No. Monsters, Monsters to the boys. boys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Of Monsters and Men. Okay, that makes more sense. And they so and they use a lot of their music in the Secret Life of Walter Mitty, which is what still one of my favorite movies. And they did a lot of the music to that. Interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna go back to TV shows real quick because you guys put your music f- through. DuckTales, man. DuckTales, the reboot of DuckTales. Okay, uh, it's funny. It's great. Also, David Tennant, so that's always a good thing. Lin-Manuel, is that right? Lin-Manuel Miranda's in it. Uh, The guy who played John Ralphio. He's a robot, I think. Uh, Yeah, he's he's, uh, Gizmo Duck. Um, And the guy who played John Ralphio in Parks and Recreation. It's It's just a good voice cast. It's written very, very clever. Darkwing Duck shows up. Yeah, I'm going to say that's it. Did you have another music? Mm, no, that's Did okay. you have no, another good. music? I All think right. movie we're, time. Uh, we're movie times. I'm already, I'm already, I know what Dave's going to say. Your favorite Actually, movie? Actually, yes. Uh, Somebody else who blew up this spring last summer is Billie Eilish. And I have not listened to her yet, but I keep meaning to, but I don't know where to start. So people who are listening should post somewhere on the Facebook page. Here, let me play some Billie Eilish, which in my life, when I put in Billie, it comes up with... Billy Joel. No, Billy Eilish. You put in Bill, B-I-L, and it's Billy Eilish. So she has overtaken Billy Joel, and here's some Billy Eilish. I don't get it, but I'm not knocking it. I think she eventually sings sometimes. We, we don't have... Uh, It's catchy. It's just like that don't lose your head song. I'm, I'm, a, I was a, I'm aware she is another one that, once again, like you're saying, I'm aware of. Like, I see her name like Izzo. I've actually watched her, or Lizzo. <laughs> I've watched her uh, do weird interviews on YouTube. So that's what I, literally, Billy Irish, Billy Irish, whatever. That person. It's her alter ego. Yeah. <laughs> her, she, I've seen her do things. I saw her answer questions that Rain Wilson from The Office was asking her about The Office. That's literally the only thing I know about that person. And that she must be famous enough that Rain Wilson showed up at her house and asked her questions about The Office. Um, movies. I know what you're going to say, Dave. Your favorite movie of the spring-summer endeavor is Avengers Endgame. 100%. How'd you know? Because it's the best one that... It's the most... I'm watching it right now with my dad, and it is the most complete movie from beginning to end. Is it the best thing ever? No, it's not Godfather. No, but it's... But but it's it's, fucking... It's a perfect movie. It flows... It's a better movie. It's a better structural movie in the way that you make a movie than Godfather is. You know, God... You know, nothing wrong with... I'm not talking about personal opinions or anything. I'm just saying when you when you build a structure of a movie from beginning to end, it's almost perfectly emotionally built. The points are hit that they need to be hit. It's it's a yeah. Good Marcus movie. and McFeely and the Duff, not the Duffer Brothers. Oh man, the Russo Brothers. Duffer Brothers did Stranger Things, but the Russo Brothers and Marcus and McFeely, the writers, just absolutely knocked out of the park. They were able to grasp ten years and twenty some movies. And make a satisfying ending that settled a lot of stuff, kept a lot of stuff going. It was funny. It was obviously very sad. 
Um, a lot of action. Fucking Thanos was a badass motherfucker. Mm. You know, and I mean, it was a perfect fucking movie. Is it my favorite of all time? No, but it is a perfect fucking yeah. movie. Yeah, there's only a handful of movies that I would say, no, it's a perfectly developed, it's a perfectly, it was a perfect movie. What about you? Best movie of the summer. What did you enjoy? Uh, it's so dumb. I like Toy Story 4. Because... Yeah. Disney's going to get a lot of these just by the way. They're gonna, I can already tell. Bo Peep was a badass chick. And I loved it. I just loved it. It was funny. And I liked Forky. And I am just a big kid. And it was great. Forky. And I'm, I've been using it. And the- Aladdin. I think it was one of the few live remakes I really liked. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I, Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast. You asked me, do you enjoy the remakes? And I will say, which remake? And they're like, Beauty and the Beast. And I'm like, yeah. They're like Aladdin. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah. Aladdin was a perfect change for me. Weird tangent that made me trace back to what you were saying before. I have seen only one part of the new Adventures in Babysitting. And I, it's the rap battle part that yeah. I've seen. Yeah, it's terrible. It's really bad, and it sucks because actually the actress Sophia Car- Clark Carson Carson yeah, she plays Evie. Is she Iris and, friend? Uh, she's the bad babysitter. So that's all I know. She's from the Descendants. She's from the Descendants. She plays Evie in the Descendants, and the Descendants are well, Descendants Three is one of my favorite that. movies <laughs> of the summer. Was come up. It is catchy. It's the end of the trilogy. Yes, the Yay Descendants and Descendants Three was great. Have you seen the Descendants movie, Dave? Uh, I've seen parts of the second one, and that's about it. Dante's lost interest. He's at that age where he's more concerned about Office and yeah, you know, watching YouTube and shit. And he's kind of off of the Descendants train. Uh. My niece loved it. I'm a grown man. We, yeah. we recorded it for me. Yeah. I was the one who was like, ah, I was Watch so excited. It. I was getting cable a week before The Descendants came out. I was like, this is great. I can see a Descendants 3. And I love that about you. Yeah. you can. I appreciate that courage. I, 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 I love Disney. My niece also appreciates that about James yeah. when she's around him. She's about 11 or 12, and so it's People are cool. Yeah, it's a different well, kind James, of... James, how do you know that? Right. I mean, anybody can say uh, uh, bare necessities, you know, and they're like, oh, you know bare necessities, but when you break out with, like, descendants, the kids think you're cool. So, um... <laughs> well... Yeah. So, anyhow, yeah. Well, second movie. Second, we all think Avengers is a, a really good movie, and, uh... I've already named three. I agreed with you on Avengers. I had said Toy Story, and I mentioned Aladdin. Okay, Toy Story. And, and Aladdin, you did. I, yeah. I came up I with that. Well, Aladdin was going to be mine, or Avengers. Every one that you named was good. I mean, Disney, you know who owns the movies of the, the summer thus far? At Disney. least Disney owns a good portion of them. Yes. But I bet you, what other movies do you have? Cause you have so, yeah, I, I saw a bunch of movies, which more I haven't really done before, because... With kids, it's hard to go see movies. Right. But I actually saw a few movies. So, you know, Spider-Man, uh, Far From Home was a really great superhero movie. Um, and it ended so good, uh, or so well. And Jake Gyllenhaal was a really good bad guy in that one. And it was a really enjoyable... If if uh, Into the Multiverse hadn't come out last year, it would have been my favorite Spider-Man movie. And I'm a big fucking Spider-Man fan. Um, I definitely want to say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood... With the Quentin Tarantino movie, um, yeah, yeah. It, that one was really good. Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt were fucking excellent 
And uh, Kevin Smith's daughter is actually in that. So. I didn't know that. And I, I heard that, uh, I get this from a lot of my Lyft passengers. Uh, yeah, if you're ever in Denver and you have a cool driver named James, it might be me. Tell me your story. And he'll probably be playing the podcast while you're in the car. So. Right. right, depending on what time I'm picking people up, uh, whether or not I'll play it, where I'm picking you up from. So, um, but what I hear is that he, Quentin Tarantino, does to uh, something similar with the Charlie Manson story as he, the last guy who was in my car that was telling me about it said it was kind of like he did it with the Nazis. Yeah, he, he changes, he uh, takes creative license with the uh, history that comes out, and it's a really satisfying conclusion. Like, Inglorious Bastards was de- is definitely one of my favorite Quentin Tarantino movies, and this one is better than that. I enjoyed it more. And, yeah, they change history a little bit, but they do it in such a really satisfying Quinn Tarantino way. It was really good. Really fucking good movie. Uh, here's the thing about Quentin Tarantino. I want to throw this out there about Quentin Tarantino. I, you could put all of Quentin Tarantino's movies on the wall, and if I threw a dart at them with my a blindfold, I could tell you that there's a pretty even shot that I will either love that movie or not give a damn and almost hate that movie. He is a a divisive director for me. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I know people who love. I don't think anybody can really sit down and have a true Quentin Tarantino marathon because there's a lot of crap Quentin Tarantino out there that is not worth it. Yeah, he's one of my favorite directors. I. What's your least favorite of his movies? Jackie Brown, probably. The yeah, Reservoir Dogs, he went first, uh, it, it was the second one, it was the one right after Reservoir Dogs, okay. it had um, Robert De Niro in it, and it it was really good, but it's just not my favorite, and I have seen all of his movies, including the shitty fucking Grindhouse ones with Robert Rodriguez, um, the best one is still Reservoir Dogs, it was such an impactful yeah. movie in my life, um, so fucking creative, and is bloody... The writing was great. It was a non-linear movie. Just a fucking... And it was bloody as fuck. And Harvey Keitel in it is absolutely incredible. So that was my first introduction to Quentin Tarantino. And I've been hooked on his shit ever since. I like Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. That's a fun movie. That is a fun movie. That's a really fun movie. With Quentin Tarantino, he's in it with George Clooney and Salma Hayek. And... I named enough people. I don't know. Who yeah, else he wrote uh, True Romance, which is another one of my favorite movies. Uh, Natural Born Killers. He wrote Natural Born Killers. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, and Oliver Stone directed it. Um, I mean, he's been super active in a bunch of shit. Do you I mean, feel like Natural Born Killers holds up? No, because no, because this was a sheer violent movie in a time where it wasn't as prevalent. Right. Now it just kind of seems in bad taste because. There's so much violence going on that we don't need something glorifying it. Right. Well, all we have is things glorifying it. That's exactly what we always ever did. All right, so we are going to... Oh, I, 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 have, I got to tell you about this. Okay. I this the best... Uh, oh, that's the one that you were going to tell her yes, about earlier. Exactly. See, I remember. So, um, there's a movie that I just... Heather and I... Sorry, my wife. And James going to edit it out in post. My esposa... Um, her and I just turned on a movie that we had heard good things about, but we didn't really know much about, and it's called Always Be My Maybe. It's a rom-com on Netflix, and, uh, it is an absolutely hilarious movie. The writing is so sharp. Um, it's about a 
Korean lady who kind of grows up. Her parents don't really pay much attention to her, and so she befriends this... Oh, no, it's a Chinese girl, sorry, that uh, befriends a Korean family, and they really kind of become acquainted, and then they have sex, and they the guy is an idiot, and so she leaves and becomes a, a famous chef. And then she has to open up a restaurant, and then uh, she runs into him, and just a great movie, really funny. I've heard good things. I've liked the trailers I've seen, and it has that... Uh, What's the name of the main comedian girl? Uh, yeah, her name's Ali Wong. Yeah. She's and she's a really funny comedian, uh, but her writing boat. is real sharp. Yeah, she's in Fresh Off the Boat, Crazy Rich Asians. I don't know if she's in that. She, no, she's not in Fresh she's Off there. the Boat, but the guy is in yeah, Fresh they, Off the Boat. Yeah, his name's Randall oh, Kim, and he's really good. He's also in the Marvel Universe. He is, and he's in a bunch of like funny things that you've seen. You've like seen his face a million times, but it was nice to see him get his actual movie and... He's a, kind of like this weird rapper, and he's really good at it. And I mean, like they take the food, like being a chef, because I know you guys are foodies. It takes being like a high-powered chef, and like it shows you like a realistic um, view of that life, and, and just really funny. Ali nice. Wong is the pregnant comedian. Yes, though. not anymore. Well, no, but that's what, that's <laughs> that's I her shtick. <laughs> She's always pregnant. Right. Look at my baby. I think she did do it twice though. No, she? yeah, she. She's funny. Yeah, she's very funny. I like her. So speaking, of, uh, I'm she's like on super a, on a tangent right now. Oh, another show, uh, 2019. This is probably not a big on anyone else's list. Queer Eye. I loved season three. Yay. Okay, thank you. And they do a little thing on YouTube, which is what I watch instead because I don't have time for whole shows sometimes. And this guy, he like redesigned your fashion, Tan France, and he he redid her whole like her wardrobe and. They're hilarious, so I watch those a lot. Those are entertaining. He always is specifically with comedians, I think. Yeah. Yeah, YouTube, I, I watch a lot of YouTube. YouTube doesn't have get enough credit. I watch more YouTube than I should. I really do. I There's a lot of things I enjoy on YouTube. Uh, you had a deep tangent you were about to Well, go. I was just going to say, uh, go from... Uh, so one of the things, as a foodie, is I love chefs, and it showed a really true uh, description of what it's like to be a chef. Uh, but there, one of my favorite shows of the year was this show on Netflix called The Chef Show. And it has John Favreau. He made this amazing movie called Chef, um, where it's this high-powered chef goes crazy, you know, loses himself for a little bit, and then opens up a food truck and becomes super popular. And it's a really great show. And he's mentored by this really famous food truck owner named Roy Choi. Um, and so... You know, Roy Choi said he would only do it if John Favreau took the cooking seriously and learned how to do everything, and he did. And he, that. it's really good. And they go around, and they were filming a cooking show the whole time, and like right after as well. So um, it's a good show. I, it's I really good, enjoyed it. I feel it. like I saw him having something with the cast of Endgame. Some right? of the cast, I yeah, think. yeah, yeah Robert Downey Jr. Jr. and yeah, yeah. And um, what's funny is like. Um, Roy Choi is a badass in the culinary world, so the chefs that are there um, just started bringing dish after dish because the chefs, that's, he said that, you know, when he goes to the places, chefs want to show off, and so they'll just make everything they can, so they started bringing whole plates of food and shit. Yeah. It's like, this is because I'm here, because these chefs want to show me what they got. Right. It's a chef thrown out. The only thing I would say about that show is when they show what they're about to cook, and they make the truck bounce up, and they put the ingredients up, I'm like, why'd you do that? 
I can't read all those ingredients, but <laughs> it, it, it doesn't mean I don't like the show. Good Eats does that to me sometimes. I'll watch yeah. Good Eats. It's I'm a good great show for the summer. I'm going to give it a shot. I, I haven't seen any of the episodes, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm already saying it's a great show because it doesn't matter. Alton yeah, Brown's going to do it. I, I have no doubt in him being able to do Good Eats again very cleverly. So, um, but we, we have, this is the, our longest running show, or I, I, left, or I left like the first three minutes of us just doing the audio test on there. So either, it's either our longest running show or close to it. So, but before we go, we're going to have a lightning round of what you guys put on the response to Dave's post of thoughts, question mark, and the top 10 best donor movies of all time. So I am just going to say... What people listed, and you're quick. You two, you give me a quick thought uh, in response to it. And some people listed one, some people listed a whole lot. So uh, we're gonna go with uh, a friend of mine, Corey, uh, a skipper that I know, uh, and we're going to or an ex skipper, I guess. Uh, I'm just gonna shout out the movie, and you let me know. Half baked. I love that movie. That's a quintessential Whedon movie. It's like a Cheech and Chong kind of movie for our generation. Right. Yeah, I think it wasn't even on the list in the article that you. I know. That's I actually think a lot of other people will point that out. So yeah, you kind of stole every. I kind of ruined asking everyone else's. Well, uh, my question. lucky round answer is exactly that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Half yeah. absolutely should have been on there. I was I also thought that was a big snuff because I Dave Chappelle's hilarious. Jim Brewer is funny. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it play it. It makes me laugh still. I don't know if I can watch the whole thing they from a different... <laughs> I can watch, like, increments of it. I'll watch six minutes of it, and I'll be like, yeah, that was great. There's I love that so movie. Many, I don't ever remember... People always remember, like, quotable lines from movies. I don't do that, except for Mean Girls and Half-Baked. I think that's about it. Those are the two that I can really quote. The second one that Corey wrote down was Broken Lizard Movies. I don't know if this is a movie <laughs> or a, a something. Is it like a, a production house or something? Uh, I have, I have no, no idea. I've never heard of it. Maybe a production house. but Or it's just a movie about a bunch of broken lizards. It sounds very weird. It sounds kind of sadly erotic. I don't right. Know. Maybe it's a uh, I don't think. Porn or something. I mean, you go Broken Lizards. That's weird, Corey. Broken Lizard is... All right, what's the next one? Jay and Bob, which I assume is, means Jay and Silent Bob, or another a show called Jay and Bob. We're just going to well, go Jay with... Jay and Silent Bob, um, I think they're talking about the uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, where they're going across the country yeah. trying to stop their movie. That was a really funny one. That was I a good one. I, as much as I love Kevin Smith and I love that movie, it, that one, it's, I don't think it's quite as good as like... Mallrats. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk like, for the stoner movies. I, I like Half-Baked more. Enough. I like. I will watch more rats. Really stoned. I love more rats. Grandma's boy. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Never seen that's it. That's hilarious. Really? No, grandma's. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I will. I'll give it a shout out because like, I didn't see it for a very long time because it definitely is like Adam Sandler's friends make a movie without Adam Sandler. Yeah. That's There's exactly no what. No parents involved in this movie at all. And it's like, literally like, just no Adam Sandler's friends. It's no literally. They're like, let's take every, let's take every B actor that shows up in every Adam Sandler movie, and let's make a movie without Adam Sandler. But it was great. It was one of the very few movies that had a scene where I was like, I can't. That said, I can't watch this with my kids, and I, you know, I tried not to restrict my kids within reason. Like I wasn't having them watch ridiculous stuff, but that was one of the movies I didn't. When I watched it, I definitely knew I was not going to let them watch that for a long, long time. It was, but it was funny. Reefer Madness. 
Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to call you out, Corey. That's bullshit. You, unless you're doing the new musical, which was kind of clever, funny. you don't put on the 1932 Reefer Madness and watch it over and over again when you're stoned. It just doesn't happen. I, I, I own it on VHS. I've seen it probably half a dozen times. That's not a stoner movie. What do you guys think? Reefer Madness. The original nah. movie. I, I agree movies, the I, musical, yeah. yeah. Music. Oh, the musical's great. Yeah. yeah. It's got, what's her name? Yes, what's her name is in it. From The Good Place. I know, I know. Oh, uh, Kristen Bell. Yeah, yes. she's great in everything. Um, uh, I think Big Lebowski. I'm shocked. And I consider that a stoner movie because fucking the dude smoked a lot of weed. I thought it was on there. I didn't see it on there. That's on the cover. It, is it really? It? Oh. Yeah, it was like number one. Maybe I'm thinking that it should have been number one oh. because I think it, that's You're my favorite. You're about one that's on a list? We're doing ones that aren't on the list, Dave. Dude, where's my car? I've yeah. never... I, I, yeah, sorry. I don't, I don't really like that. I like the Harold and Kermit movies. They're all right, but like I wouldn't uh, put them on the list. Tenacious D and T P O D. I yeah I've seen some Tenacious D, but not as much as I think I should. But who knows? Strange Wilderness. Also, That's all right. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's either. just yeah, it's just one of those movies that people will just. Like, I respect your I, I respect Corey's obscure list because Idle Hands is the next one on the list, and I've absolutely seen Idle Hands, and it's a pretty funny movie. It's so uh, I might add it as a story thing. Slackers. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Corey, you did not, man. I'm sorry. I specifically said your name, and we only liked like ten percent of your list. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for commenting. Yeah. Right, keep commenting, and we'll. Keep and I think you like, like your stuff. Most of them right. I hadn't heard of right. or didn't remember most. Of them. Just, just keep and commenting. Grandma's yeah. yeah, I like watching horror movies when I'm high. I know, and it's either mm. horror movies or comedies. I don't want like. I don't like a lot of thought in between, and those ones you can just, like, be brain dead and just watch them and enjoy them. Yeah. Um, but sometimes the weed turns on me, and it's like, this is not a good movie, but I'm freaked the fuck out. Mm. I get that. Yeah, Fast Times at Ridgemont High was yeah. it. That was, yeah, a shout-out yeah. from us. We put that in there. Um, Half-Baked showed back up again. Do you consider Fast Times a, a stoner movie? I, I consider it a movie that I'm getting stoned and I got stoned a lot and watched. But it's one of those movies watching now I don't enjoy as much because of, you know, more progressive times, I guess, as a woman watching it. Yeah. I'm like, like, Overboard, I can't watch. It's hilarious. I know that. And I love Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn in that movie. I remember loving that. But when I watch it now, I'm like, he just gaslights her. He has sex with her while he's gaslighting. Yeah, that's that. That, yeah. that, that, that oh really. Oh my god! And he tells his he shows his kids that he had sex with her basically because they open the door and it was. I was like, this is really not as cutesy <laughs> as I thought. Um, the best Die Hard is a good stoner movie or a good movie that I watch when I'm stoned. Yeah, action movies are always fun. Yeah. <laughs> um. So another one of our fans put that you're missing super troopers. Yeah. I, here's the thing. I. I'm, I do I not find it. I, I, I do not enjoy... I do not have the love for super troopers that other people necessarily have. Yeah. Um, natural Born Killers. Planetary Terror Death Proof. This person basically wrote, like, your uh, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Movie. That works completely for you. <laughs> and then they end it with Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, which... That's fun, too. Yeah, that's sure. cute. Yeah, I like that. And they also one of the best movies to trip shrooms, too. You don't trip shrooms and watch movies. Or you shouldn't. There's so many better things to do 
than watch movies on streams. And if you do, don't watch Rugrats. <laughs> That's I mean, an excellent public service announcement. Thank this, you. This is this is take okay. this from someone who knows. Nobody says that lightly. <laughs> you know, that's like not having a cure for herpes. Um, and then uh, another one that people love, and I'm telling you, I'm not this person. Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. Oh, yeah, it was enjoyable. Yeah, it wasn't memorable. It was enjoyable good. when I watched it. Yeah, It's just like those uh, Jackie Chan movies. Like, you watch them and they're enjoyable, but you completely forget anything about them as soon as you're done watching them. Yeah. Right. But then you watch the next one and you're like, oh, it's a good movie. And then you forget about it. So, yeah, so that was our lightning round. It was a really slow lightning round. Because well, I'm feeling kinda, really fucking slow right now. Right, everything's kind of slowing down, but we for that, we thank Euphoria. And Euphoria. Euphoria. And, uh, <laughs> and Sour Lemon if Brewing. there's nowhere left to go. <laughs> go to Rocky Road. <laughs> That's... That uh, Rocky Road, we're open late. <laughs> and everyone else closes earlier. Um, and... Uh, our patrons. <laughs> so, you know, make sure you listen to us on Patreon, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify. Uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook. Um, I set up James's uh, actual email, but I'm not going to bore you with it today because I'm super fucking high and I'm having trouble making sure. We'll make a list of things that yeah. you need. Yeah, but we have a Venmo account set out. I'm going to send a, a post on Facebook how to... Start signing up to subscribe. Uh, we're going to start setting up our subscription with Patreon. Um, but I'm going to Yellowstone. In two days, I'm doing research for a novel I'm writing. And so I'll be gone, and then James will be gone. So in the next couple weeks, we'll get this shit done. But we're actually going to take a, a little bit of a break. But we have yeah. an amazing next episode, next guest. Yeah, so uh, next guest, we should have a bearing airplane. Airplane, uh... Shit. Uh, now that he's flying an airplane, he's taking an airplane to get here. Uh, <laughs> next episode, we're hoping to have Mike Santori on the show. Mike Santori is an excellent comedian from uh, all over the place. I knew him specifically from Orlando. He uh, he's, he's really funny. Um, I'm going to talk him up, so if he sucks, he'll look ridiculous. Uh, there's no pressure, Santori. There's no pressure. He, he, he does his own uh, show on some other radio things, and we're going to have him on here as a guest. So I'm glad we committed him before actually committing him. Yeah, yeah. So now you can't get back out, dude. You've already agreed to be an iron. Plus, you need a place to stay for the eight hours you're in a layover, and you're just going to hang out at my house because... <laughs> That's what yeah, you might as well smoke a joint and uh, yeah. have a good conversation. So yeah, we're looking at we're looking to hear from Mike Santori next week. Who knows? We may have another mess of people. Uh, but yeah, like Dave is saying, you know, this is season one, and uh, we're we're season season one will end with a bang, and season two will be remarkably different and better and more awesome. Yeah, we keep evolving. This is I don't like to overpromise, but I'm going to overpromise that we're just going to get more excellent and excellent as we go <laughs> along. With that said, this uh, anybody else have anything else they want to really close out about the great parts of summer? Any other 10 seconds no, worth of songs you want to play? I'm ready to have the fucking fall come in and start seeing a little bit of snow. I am ready for the fall and winter. I will say the best moment of 2019 for me was I actually, whenever Barack Obama comes out with his playlist of the summer or of the year, I do go through it. And for some random reason, it really made me happy to see that he randomly listened to Tribe Called Quest, Can I Kick It This Summer? And for some reason, every summer I do a playlist 
with the year and summer in my playlist. And for some random reason, that really old song was also on my 2019 summer playlist. Right on. I was like, that's cool. You could be president one day because you have the same taste in music. Well, that is it for our fourth episode. Nancy, thank you so much for being here. Dave, glad to have you back. Thank you. Mindhunters on Netflix. I totally forgot about that one, too. So, at the end. There's a bunch of... There's a good show. We'll send you links and shit. We got got plans coming on. So, yeah, I'm James Thomas. Thank you guys so much for listening. Like we say... Dave, thank you. Subscribe, like, do, I don't know, whatever, all the, we're going to give you a bunch of links and just sign up for all of them. Just blindly sign up, don't even think about it, don't research, just blindly put your name on it. Just check the box, you know how to do this, that's how you got your Facebook account. (laughs) All right, thank you so much and have a good night. Thank you for listening to the Mile High Podcast. Please contact us at stuffwemessup at milehighpodcast.net. And as always, good night and pleasant dreams. I like that. Perfect.